We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Won't you date me? A podcast where me Nicole Byer tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though you could push me out of bed. And when I say, ow, that hurt, you go, you're now a floor bitch. Okay, my guest today, I'm running out of these stupid little intros. Um, my guest today, I'm very, very, very excited. Vanity is a professional model, pole dancer, and exotic entertainer. Ooh, it's a Vanity J. Hey, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for doing this. So, yeah, we were saying before we started recording, you were like, how the fuck do you know who I am? And I found you on Instagram, and I just thought that you were like, I don't know, you're just fun and effortless. And I had never seen, and you, like, you strip, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, and I have been to strip clubs, many strip clubs, and I very rarely see um, people who look like me stripping, plus-size women, fat women, whatever you want to call us. Uh, So how did you start pole dancing? So I started um, in 2018. I went to a pole studio in Maryland. And at first I was just like, I just need like a a workout routine, something that I can just Mm -hmm. like kind of get into because, you know, I was trying to be fit. Mm-hmm. So eventually I started taking classes. I think I took a twerk class and then I noticed there was poles behind me and I fell in love with the poles. I was like, okay, so where can I take a class? I took my first class. It was horrible. Really bad. Oh no. Why? I had baby oil on me. <laughs> Girl, that <laughs> I had baby You're oil. Just slipping and sliding. Yes, baby oil from head to toe. Um, then I also had like long sleeve shirts and long sleeve like you know like a uh, regular pants i wasn't mm-hmm. i wasn't ready but that only made me come back and then eventually i just kept taking classes back to back 
Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, I started teaching, and I met like a fellow. Um, you know, she was a stripper, and she was like, "You would kill it at this club." So I tried their um, amateur night, mm-hmm. and after that, I just kept doing it. So, did you the place that you did the amateur night? Is that where you work now? Um, so right now I work in different places, but it mm-hmm. was one of the places, like the very first place that I was working at. Oh, okay. Did you have to ever audition to work at a club? Um, I did. I definitely did audition at first for one club. Um, the rest of them is probably like, you know, they just let me go in and just start dancing. Okay. Uh, here's another question. So you have vitiligo, yes? Yeah, I do. I really love that you don't shy away from like showing your body. I feel like sometimes people feel some type of way about it, but I really like that you're just, you seem to be very open about it. Yes. I, all right. So when I come down, when it comes down to my skin, um, my skin was something that kind of bothered me when I was a kid. I got Mm -hmm. bullied because I'm a New Yorker. So I grew up in New Mm -hmm. York. Um, so anybody knows growing up in New York in high school and elementary school is kind of rough. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, um, you know, I used to get made fun of a lot, picked on a lot. So, you know, it just took a lot for me to kind of get past it. But once I started finding the whole self-love routine, which I'm very big on, Mm -hmm. you know, that's when I started like kind of, you know, kind of showcasing my skin more so. Mm -hmm. What is your self-love routine? So my self-love routine is every single morning, I write to myself five things, five things that I love about myself. And I remind myself consistently every single day, even when I go to the club, even after I leave, because my line of work is very um, superficial and sometimes it can get stressful. But Mm -hmm. as long as I remind myself consistently, like, you know, who I am, how much I love myself, all the rest of the stuff doesn't matter. I just think vitiligo is so beautiful. I don't, I just, I think like different skin tones are really fucking beautiful. Like dark women, lighter women. Like I think everything is just so beautiful. And when like I saw you, I was like, oh my God, she's so pretty and stunning. Yeah. I just like, I don't know. I just enjoy watching you dance and I love it. Do you, so like, is this something you're open about with your family and your friends? Cause I feel like sex work is a little bit, you know, you know, people think some type of way about it. So like, do you talk about it with your family and friends or no? So my family um, are very old school. So I do not discuss too, too much with my family in regards to it. I just discuss enough for them to be like, okay, she spins on the pole. Cool. Mm-hmm. But nothing <laughs> But nothing as far as like my club life. Now for my friends, I think every one of my friends know that I dance. Do you have like, an on-stage persona when you're dancing? Do you have to channel something? Like, what are you doing when you're, like, moving that body? Okay. So when I, before I go on stage, right, I like, I hate to say this, but I channel my inner Beyonce. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I channel, I channel my inner Beyonce. I try to think of myself as, like, you know, I try to get into that vanity, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, vanity is completely different than, you know, just a regular me. You know what I mean? It's just like that person. She's powerful. She's graceful. She's anything that she could be. Okay. How did you learn how to walk in shoes? I find it so fucking difficult to walk around those shoes. And I feel like when you're stripping, it's like, that's the job. Like, you're there. You're in the shoes. You got to walk around. And then you got to dance on top of that. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do you do that? Oh, God. So a lot of stretching. 
Hmm. A lot of stretching. I can't I can't add how much stretching I have to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and ice. <laughs> oh. Ice after? Ice before and after. Damn. Okay. Um, okay, so have you ever dated anyone that you've met from the club? Ooh, <laughs> yes, I have. Oh! Yes, I have. Both dancer and customer. <laughs> okay. All right. I love that. How, what's it like dating a dancer? Do you guys like share shoes? Like, what is it? Like, is it, or is it like, this is separate? So dancing, uh, so dating a dancer is extremely, extremely complicated. Being that our schedules are work at night, sleep during day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then on top of that, it's like, you know, I might get booked for a show. You know, she might get booked for another show. So it's like our schedules always like kind of lapse each other. So we never really get a chance to be like normal. We're always in dance mode when we see each other. Mm-hmm. So that was like kind of complicated, but very much fun when we got a chance to dance with each other. Oh, okay. I love that. That's like a sexy level to the relationship, like dancing for each other or whatever, mm-hmm. or dancing with each other. I love that. Let's see. You've dated dancers. You've dated customers. How do you, do you ever have to deal with, so if you date a customer, do you have to deal with them being a little jealous of what you do, even though they met you doing that? So yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, it's always, and I feel like honestly, being a dancer, your love life just kind of goes from like all the way up here. It's so huge. And it just starts mm-hmm. narrowing down to like this tiny little pea sized amount of people. So <laughs> because like one minute, you know, they'll be cool with it. The idea of dating you is awesome. Like, oh yeah, you know, she's mm-hmm. a, she's a dancer. And then all of a sudden the idea of you dancing for them, doing the same thing you do for them to someone else just starts to get a little complicated. Mm. That makes sense. But also, it is funny that it makes sense because I'm like, yeah, I get it. I'm like, well, I don't want you to dance for other people. I want you to only dance for me. But it's like, well, I met you dancing for other people. So I have to be understanding of that. Yeah, it's, it's trust me, I dated someone. God rest his spirit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's still with us. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, you're like, God rest his spirit. And I was like, uh-oh, we giggling about death. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, he uh, he used to sit with me in the clubs mm-hmm. just to be, like, that protector. And just looking at him in the mirror while I'm doing, like, maybe a lap dance on someone, the pure agony on his face was just... Oh, no. Pain. It was painful. I could imagine. But also, it's like, my dude, you're there. Yeah. You chose to be there. <laughs> and you picked the seat that's facing the mirror. Yep, sipping, sipping his beer, looking up at the TV, watching football. It was... Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Where do you get your outfits from? I feel like it's, I don't know, shopping for just regular ass clothes is hard as a fat woman. I feel like, you know, like sexy pole shit. Like, do you have trouble finding stuff? Um, I do. I have got turned down by a lot of people that make outfits. Um, mm-hmm. The moment I say, hey, I'm a size so-and-so. Do you have this? And they just be like, no, we don't cater to you. I had one person that says, mm, no, maybe you should try like Victoria's Secret or something. So I was like, okay. So then eventually there's people that make custom outfits and custom fits. And I actually appreciate that because you get to have that creative aspect of, okay, I'm going to design my costume according to how I want to. So if I want to be like Catwoman and have some spikes coming out my ass, I can do that. 
<laughs> I can do that. So it's, it's 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 pretty cool. Like there's people that make custom fits, but the ones that honestly just sell online as a you know like a like a regular clothing boutique, mm-hmm. those are the ones that you know you probably have trouble with because shoestring thongs and plus size bodies. It's not. It's not. A, <laughs> it's not. They don't work. go together no. sometimes. No. Uh, I mean, yeah, I had this lady, I mean, she's in New Zealand, but I found her randomly on Instagram and I had her make me this like sexy little hamburger costume. And I initially was like, oh, fuck, is she going to be like, no, too big, too much fabric and like charge me more or just say no. But she was just like really kind and really nice and like worked with me. And it like bummed me out that that was my first intonation that I was like, oh, she's going to be a bitch. But then she like wasn't. Oh, that's nice. Mm hmm. Because that's number one. If you... Being plus size, they always charge for fabric. Which is fucked up. So what I would get that maybe like a size extra small would get, I would be paying like triple the amount. Hmm. Mm -mm. I don't love that. I think that's, I don't know. I think it's like if you have a size range and you're charging the same price for an extra small through large or whatever, then it's like, why not continue to charge the same even though it's, a little extra fabric. I don't. I don't understand. It's mm-hmm. like you have a size range, and then you charge more for X. That doesn't make sense to me. Yes, trust me. I think the most I spent on an outfit was probably like two fifty. Oh, okay. Yeah, two fifty, three hundred. You know, and if you seen the outfit, you would have been like, "Oh no, what's this?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. How often do you dance? Is it every night, or is it like a couple nights a week? So I recently just moved. So before, prior to moving, I was dancing every night. Okay. Damn. Yes. Every Damn. night from 8 to 2 in the morning. Woo! She works hard for the money. <laughs> Ba-boom. Ba-boom. Ooh, hard for honey. That's... Damn. That's a lot. It is. What? 8 to 2? 8 to 2. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. 8 to 2 and then some shows in between. That's a lot. So, okay, you grew up in New York. What was it like growing up in New York? It was pretty cool. Like, now that I'm an adult and I don't live in New York, I'm like, dang, I actually had a pretty cool life living there. (laughs) But um, (laughs) it was nice. Uh, Always was traveling throughout the boroughs because I'm from Queens. Mm -hmm. You know, just exploring. I was always getting into something. The subway was my best friend. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. You don't get to appreciate those things when you're older. <laughs> I'm just saying. So did you ever run into like issues dating growing up or were you like always with somebody? Like, what was that like? Oh, so New York was complicated for dating um, because I felt like at the time of my error, which I won't say my age, <laughs> I just felt like everyone was dating who was the who and who was the what. And mm-hmm. I'm more, I was a nerd. So I was always in my books, things of that nature. So like I'm dating was just weird. I think I only had like one boyfriend from the age of like 13 all the way to like 17. Okay. Yeah. I didn't have any. I Well, what? I've never had a boyfriend too. I can't even imagine dating in my teens. I was like... I don't know. I I had crushes and I'd be like, hi, I like you. And boys would just be like, mm, no, thanks. I'd be like, OK, well, I guess I'll just continue with that crush. <laughs> See, I think we actually no. He so the person I was dating in high school, he came on to me. 
Mm-hmm. Because we both was nerds. It just made sense. See, I love when people find each other, and I'm waiting to find my person. <laughs> so, like, has modeling and dancing, like, boosted your confidence or... Were you, it's such a weird question because people ask me all the time, they're like, how are you so confident? I'm like, why not? Why not be confident? But do you think that like, you know, dancing and, you know, photography, modeling or whatever has boosted your confidence or like enriched your life in any way? Honestly, yes. Yes, 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 yes. It definitely boosted my confidence. Man, I hate to say this, but I don't even know what I would be without vanity. (laughs) Like I wouldn't know because like, it boosted my confidence. It honestly ch- changed my life. I think, like, what? Somebody well-known just recently said that dancing changed it. Cardi B. She said dancing changed her life. And I fully agree with her. I also agree. Like, I I was always confident and liked who, who I am. But when I started pole dancing, I was like, oh... I also love this aspect of me that's like strong, Mm -hmm. like physically strong. It's hard to pull yourself up a pole when you are, you know, a a, a big gal or whatever. But I'm like, the fact that I could climb up a pole means that I'm really fucking strong. And that's like really cool. It is. It definitely is. And then you start learning tricks and you're unlocking new things that you never thought your body was able to do. Mm -hmm. Then the flexibility part kicks in. Trust me, I know. I went from sack of potatoes to sexy french fries real quick. <laughs> so, um, look, trust me, it's the confidence level. Like, honestly, pole changes. Like, even if you just don't dance, like, if you do pole fitness, I know a mm-hmm. lot of girls that, you know, personally said, like, hey, I, you know, without my pole fitness routine, like, I would be in this predicament or I'll be in that. So, honestly, it's, it's a game changer. Yeah, I, I also, I agree. I, like... Yeah, I don't know what I would do if I didn't do... I mean, I, I would just, like, live my life, but, like, I just wouldn't have that, like, creative outlet. And, you know, I don't know. I just... I feel so accomplished, like, after I practice or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, are you also a dominatrix? So, I tend to hear that a lot, but I sway into that back and forth. Okay. Yeah. Swaying into it. Okay. So what does that mean when we sway into it? So certain shows, if it requires me to do so, I will. Mm-hmm. You know? But, like, uh-huh. I don't really know where to go with that outlet. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but on a show, definitely on a show, absolutely. Okay, so tell me, what does a show entail? So my shows entail of just everything inappropriate under the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Like what? Everything inappropriate. Like high chances are with my nine inch heels, I'll pick you up off the ground. Wait, the, wait, the, wait, that's that. What a fucking dream. So you wear nine inch heels and you picking people up? Yes. Damn. These parties sound wild. (laughs) They are. (laughs) They are. Oh my God. So how many girls or people are at uh, parties? Um, So it can be anywhere between like, I say like, 100 to 400 people. Damn. That's a lot of people. Yes. How did you get, did you just start throwing parties or did like, uh, did you like go to a party and you're like, oh, I can do this too. Like, how did you get into that? So believe it or not, um, I went to a few parties. I liked it, but um, this industry is starting to turn kind of different. 
And I kind of like the old school way of doing things um, because I actually started doing burlesque first, believe it or not. Oh, okay. So I kind of like the whole old school version of just putting on a show, entertaining, things of that nature. So I started like pitching my ideas, but I kept getting turned down. So I was like, you know what? I want to start my own and I'm going to do my own stuff. And I started doing parties from there. Okay. When you say you like old school, what exactly do you mean? Like... Yeah, what is the difference between, like, old school and, like, what's going on now? So, old school, it's like, I enjoy the whole aspect of just putting on a show, doing what you love, um, because you love it. Not because mm-hmm. I'm trying to be on Instagram, or I'm trying to be Instagram famous, or because mm-hmm. I just want to do it because it makes me feel cute, like, look cute on social media. Like, wholeheartedly, you love entertaining people. Because that's the mm-hmm. reason why, like, some of us get into the line of work that we do is because we are showgirls or male dancers are showmen and we love putting on a show for others. So I feel like sometimes in this industry, that kind of concept kind of gets lost. And when we start doing it just because we want to do it, just because we want to do it or we just want to look cute, it just kind of it's, it's like, what's the purpose anymore? You know what I mean? The magic gets lost in it. Mm-hmm. I like that you seem to... Like, just have a genuine love for dancing. Like, you, you say magic. And, yeah, I, I I agree. I think jobs shouldn't just be jobs. I think you should do what you love. And I know not everyone's fortunate enough to do that, but I feel like you could take some time in your life and, like, really figure out, like, what you fucking love. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I've been in love with dance since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Since I was... What was that movie? Dirty Dancing. Since I've seen Dirty Dancing. Oh. Yes. What a dream. I fucking love Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Dirty Dancing is such a good movie. God rest his soul. He's actually gone. But I fucking love him. Ghost is my absolute favorite movie, but Dirty Dancing is it's it's one of my tab ones. Yes, it is. And I can do every single choreo from that movie. Really? Since I was five. Oh, this I love. Do you do that in your shows? I do sometimes. I do. I definitely do. <laughs> I will add, like, so my music that I use would be a mixture of different things. So you never know what you're getting on a show for me. Like, mm-hmm. I might add some hip hop. You might get a little salsa somewhere. But I always have, like, that surprise track that people's like, how does she know this song? <laughs> That's what gets them. I love that. So wait, are you picking people up in Nine Inch Heels doing the dirty dancing, like, over your head shit? Yes. <laughs> yes i want to go to one of these parties this sounds fucking wild yes look it's, it's oh the my best God. thing between that and fire tricks i love i love both you do fire tricks yes okay so tell me wait real quick we have to take a break Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because 
Sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U. L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code date me 20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N U U L Y.com newly with two U's with code date me 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes. This show is sponsored by better help. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talked to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. And oh, we're back. Okay, tell me about these fire tricks. Um, have you ever like burned yourself? I singed the inner part of my thigh when I decided <gasps> to light my cat on fire. Not, oh my, wait, not my actual what? Your cat. pussy? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Um, oh my god i did singe myself that's do you do you like practice how do you get into firework um so it started with me you know i always been a pyro as a kid Mm -hmm. so it started with me kind of um playing with just like fire tricks uh just like playing with a candle taking some hairspray (laughs) creating (laughs) a huge gigantic flame and then it went from just me like, okay, well, how can I incorporate this into my shows? So I started lighting hair mousse on fire, making a ring of fire around my, my body. Then I'm like, well, this kind of put the fire kind of outs out real quick. So I wonder if I can put it on my body. So then I started doing that. I started lighting my butt on fire. <gasps> yeah. And then it just kind of went from there. That wait, are there any videos on your Instagram of you lighting your butt on There's fire? There's still some here and there, but Instagram takes down all my stuff lately. <laughs> That's rude. That's hateful. That's yeah. they hating on you. Instagram's rude as hell sometimes. <laughs> and then I started fire breathing, which is a whole new game ball. So wait, what is fire so fire breathing? How do you do that? I don't even know how you do that. Oh, it's real easy. Um, so you can use paraffin wax. Um, of course, don't swallow it, but just like put it in your mouth and you just wait. What are they called? Paraffin wax. Oh, okay. No, well, the oil, not the wax. The yeah. oil. Okay. And you just put it in your mouth and you blow. You just blow it out like almost like a spitting motion, mm-hmm. but you're doing it on a torch. It makes a huge, gigantic flame. Wow! Picking people up, lighting shit on fire, fucking <laughs> slamming into splits. This is, this is very exciting. 
sometimes some dominatrix shit going on. Um, so who's a better audience, uh, straight people or queer people? Oh my goodness. Queer people. I, I feel I, I knew the answer. <laughs> They are. But like you started thinking, I was like, I don't even know why I asked. It's definitely queer people. It is. How do you deal with like aggressive straight men? I feel like eh, or people. I'll just say people. I don't want to, you know, lump everybody together. Sometimes, you know, sometimes queer people get a little aggressive. So, yeah. How do you deal with that? Um. So I control the crowd. OK. Entirely. And I guess where that's that's where that dominatrix vibe comes in. Mm-hmm. So I definitely control the crowd. I make people nervous. So I never had anyone like super, super aggressive with me, except for one. Okay. She was, she was trying to bite me. Bite you? Yes. Damn. Yeah. She was trying to bite me. I love how you say that so nonchalant with like just a cute little smile. You're like, this man tried to bite me. Yes. It happens sometimes, you know? You might just have uh-huh. a drunk person a little hungry and you're walking past. <laughs> <laughs> a drunk person who's just a little hungry i think it's um i mean people sometimes when they meet me they're like oh you don't seem like the same person you were on stage as you are during this like meet and greet or whatever and i'm like oh yeah because i was performing there and now i'm just like kind of tired and i love that you are just like so sweet and you're like people are afraid of me (laughs) (laughs) i run the room uh nobody tries shit because i'm a little you know in charge of everything it's just funny that you're saying it with such a smile on your face. <laughs> Look, I try, I try, but no, they, they, they. Sometimes they might get get a little rowdy, but for the mm-hmm. most part, everyone's just having a great time, though. How often do you run into other plus size dancers? Because I truly feel like they're so far and few in between. All the time, there's actually oh, shows really? for them only. Oh, yep, in New York, Texas, Memphis, Miami. Mm-hmm. Yep. Their shows. And then how would one find them? Um, you stay. You know, that's a great question because sometimes I had trouble finding them. Um, I guess <sighs> I, it will start by finding that one plus size dancer and I guess just asking her. It's kind of mm-hmm. hard to find these shows, to be honest. Yeah, because I mean, I truly had such a hard time finding dancers who look like me to look at on Instagram. Uh, yeah, just a hard, 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 hard time. But I did find like a nice little handful, which is good. Awesome. So what do you want to do with your dancing? Like, is there a goal or is there like, yeah, where do you see yourself in like five, six years? So I definitely have goals of opening two things. I like teaching people what I know. So like Mm -hmm. the art of entertaining, um, things of that nature. So I do want to open up my own studio Mm -hmm. and possibly my own club. I love, where would you do that? Like, uh... Do you have like a location in mind? So I'm highly thinking about Maryland. I want to go. to Yeah, I would love to go to a strip club where there's just like a variety of different people there. Because I feel like you only get to see one type of girl. And the club I like to go to in L.A., there's like one thick girl and she's like not even that thick. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, yeah, "Eh." yeah, I wish there was like more variety. So, okay, what advice would you give somebody who's looking to, like, get into dancing? Oh, there's so many advices. Um, Number one, stick to yourself. Love yourself. Because this entertainment game, like I said earlier, it can be very clouded. Mm -hmm. You could kind of lose focus of who you are as a person. So as long as you stay true to yourself, love yourself, 
you're gonna go far. Mm-hmm. It's this the be it's the be humble quality that's important. Um, practice makes perfect. Keep practicing. Keep getting up every morning, doing your yoga, your kegels. Emphasis on the kegels. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know everything that needs to be done to stretch, even a pole class. You know, you it's a it's the type of job that you never stop learning. So even mm-hmm. when you get good, don't think, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Like, you got to keep continuing to, um, you know, grow. And then mm-hmm. also put yourself out there. Like, don't be afraid or set yourself for limitations. Because honestly, the only person that can make a limitation on you is yourself. We're very critical of our own selves in our mind. So just if you see a show and you want to do it, even if you're the only plus size or the only tall person or, you know, anything... Just say, hey, I know what I'm capable of and put yourself out there because you never know what my, you know, doors might open for you. Okay. What kind of dating advice do you have? Like, are do you, are you on the apps or do you meet people in person? Like, what are you doing? So Facebook dating has been my friend lately when there's not creepy people. Facebook dating? Yes, it's new. I didn't even know about Facebook dating until recently. Okay, me either. I just found out about it right now, I think. Yep, Facebook dating. Only problem is you're dating within your mutual friends. Oh, interesting. And that, for me, is a little bit of a drawback. I'm trying <laughs> to find someone who doesn't know nobody I know. Yeah. Um, Tinder, I don't do that. <laughs> okay. Had to delete that one. <laughs> why why did you why did you do that um i feel like dating as of lately is either like hey you want to date me and my wife or hey <laughs> mm-hmm. and i'm just like date you and your wife okay um <laughs> or the the hey you want to be my sugar baby ah so it's like dating for me is just awkward and it doesn't help because all these apps say hey you want to link your instagram account and i'm just like okay (laughs) and then they see oh she's a pole dancer hey you want to do a private look 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 Mm. it's i can't do it so right now dating is is rough Uh (sighs) uh-huh so rough Okay, so dating is rough. How soon do you let people know what you do for work when you're when you start dating someone? Is it immediate or do you like wait? So before I try to like wait to see like, hey, get to know me as a person and love me for me. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. then I tell them. But of course, you know, they say I'm lying um, or, (laughs) you know, you lied about who you are. And I'm just like, no, but you already know who I am. Yeah. Or, you, you know, I just tell them off off buck and then all of a sudden it just goes quiet uh-huh and i don't hear from the maverick <laughs> that is an interesting thing where somebody's response to your occupation is you you lied you lied to me and it's like well if i worked at target does that mean i lied to you because i didn't tell you that i worked at target like and i guess there is like a stigma attached to you know dancing or whatever but like I don't know. I feel like that's not a deal breaker. Or at least, I don't know, for me, it's not a deal breaker. I don't really mind what somebody does for their for like their job or whatever. That's so weird to me. It's really rough. But no, I have came across um, certain people that are okay with it. But it's just like dating-wise, it just didn't go far. But we're really good friends. Mm-hmm. You know, they were cool with it. I've only shown a couple of dudes 
my poll videos. And one of them, we stopped dating shortly after that. And then the other one was just like, oh, okay, whatever. He didn't really care at all. That's it? Okay. Yeah, he's just like, okay, whatever. Okay. Okay, let's uh, let's answer some questions. So I asked my um, listeners to send questions, seeking advice, whatever. And if you have a question, you can send it to why won't you date me podcast at gmail.com. And this person said, what are good sex positions with a man that isn't the most blessed in the size department? He seems to fall, fall out a lot when we change it up. Apparently doesn't like it when I say things like, are you in or does this feel good to you? Because I can't tell if he is sometimes, but he eats pussy like a fucking champion. So I'm not mad. Just curious how to change it up for him. Hmm. I have the answer. Oh, okay. Easy one. Take a pillow, put the pillow underneath him, lay him down, Ride him. Oh, okay. The pillow has to be underneath his lower back. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Problem solved. Interesting. Okay. But what if maybe she's not good at riding? What's another position? I would say possibly missionary. Yeah, I think I think missionary. Yeah. And I think if you put a pillow underneath you, which brings you closer to him, yes. so he doesn't have to, you know, thrust as deeply down into you. Um, also, you laying on the bed with your legs off the bed and him standing would be good, I think. Yes, that, you just need to remove that barrier of him being too far away. Yes. Um, and maybe spooning, but maybe not. Mm, depending on your back size. <laughs> yeah, if you, you know? don't have a big butt, yeah, I think that might be okay. Yeah. Okay, this person says, so I've come to the conclusion that I will never experience a meet cute again. So I took up online dating for the first time. Ugh. Problem is, I'm using Hinge, and even though I noted that I'm down for anyone regardless of gender, I guess there's mostly men on the app, and to be honest, most of them have horrible profiles. Their profiles are either vague, or they post nothing but mirror selfies with the exact same position. They're flipping off the camera in some photos. Maybe it's petty, but to me, it comes off immature. Um, I just can't get a good read on them. Uh, off of them. I'm talking to a few right now. I haven't established times to go on dates yet because I don't know when the conversation, to end the conversation with, okay, do you want to do this or whatever? When would you say it's a good time to fully ask someone out on a dating app? Vanity, what do you think? So, me personally, I would definitely, I would say give them about two weeks to fill them out. Oh. And then I say like about a whole month you can say, hey, let's meet up. I know that seems like long, but that gives you enough time to say, hey, would I get bored sitting at a table with this person? Mm -hmm. So it just gives you a kind of vibe of feeling them out first before you actually see them in person. Interesting. I have a very different thing. I usually only let the conversation go back and forth for like three or four exchanges over a couple of days. And then I'm like, let's just fucking meet because if you're boring you're boring. If you're not boring, you're not boring. But like, I don't want to like get to know somebody and then like, like month or two months or whatever, we've been pen pals. I'm like, Oh my God, tee -hee -hee, what a dream. And then I meet them and I'm like, Oh, they're boring. They're not as funny or as witty as their text messages. I'm, I'm like, I feel like I've wasted my time a little bit. Maybe I should try your method. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should I'm try that. I'm still single, so I don't. 
I do not think that uh, my method is working out for me. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. Maybe I should just, maybe we should switch. Yeah, maybe I should take a little bit longer to get to know people before I go out with them. I'm just such an impatient person. I'm just like, now, 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 now. Let's see you. Let's do this. Let's fuck. Let's do it. See. Okay. 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 (laughs) Real quick, we have to take another break. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. I have a question about your vitiligo. Yes. Um, am I, first of all, am I saying it right, vitiligo? Yeah, you are. Okay, so I know you when you have vitiligo, you have to keep yourself moisturized, but pulling, you, you can't really use lotions and stuff. So how do you combat being moisturized with like being ready to dance on a pole? And that's a great question, because when I'm too, too dry, my vitiligo gets really like irritated mm-hmm. um, until I met this lovely young lady who makes her own pole lotion, pole grip. She makes everything. She mm-hmm. saved my life. So I use that. There's actually a lot of brands that make pole lotion, believe it or not. 
um, mm-hmm. that's either aloe based or like some type of plant based uh, product to keep you moisturized and help you stick. So that's what saves my life. Like I, I can't remember the last time I used lotion or baby oil. <laughs> That first pole class. Yeah, that first pole class was when I used that baby oil. <laughs> yep, that's that's it right there. <laughs> um, so did you do like a pole performance before you started working in the clubs or did you work in the clubs and then start doing like pole performances? Um, so I started working in clubs, then did pole performances. Okay. What's like advice you have for someone who may want to like audition for a club? So the best advice I can say is you need to make sure your nails and your hair and your makeup is on cue. Your outfit is on cue. And I want you to perform like it's your last. Okay. Because that is what determines so much. Like people really look at confidence. And if you're mm-hmm. kind of nervous or nervous or timid, they're just going to treat you like that. The staff. Mm-hmm. So just have your confidence on 100. All right. That's good advice. I think it's good advice for anybody looking for any sort of job, dancing or not. It's just like... Fake it till you make it. And if you have confidence, people will just like, I don't know, feed off of it. It like radiates off of you. And then like people are just like, oh, wow, that person has like an air about them. I don't know what the fuck it is, but like I like it. And it's like, Mm -hmm. "Mm, it's me pretending to be confident. Yes. Fake it till you make it. Absolutely. You can do a full split. And often people are surprised that I could do a full split because, you know, a big bitch. But like, how, did it, could you always do a full split or did you have to like work at it? Um, I was able, I was always able to do it because I was in cheerleading. Okay. All right. Oh, you were a cheerleader? All my life. <laughs> Tell me about cheerleading. Like, are you, were you like on one of those teams where it was like a competition and you're like, you got flyers and bases or whatever? Or was it like just dancing at a football game? Dancing at a football game. Okay. Yep. So I was cheer captain um, for almost every year of high school. Mm-hmm. And then when I got into college, I was like, I love dancing. I want to be a choreographer. So I started taking choreo classes. Okay. Yeah. So literally you've just been dancing your whole life. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And when you do burlesque, what kind of, like, what is your burlesque? Do you have like a persona that you do? I know you're like Vandy J, but like, is there like anything that you like to do in particular when you're doing burlesque? Absolutely. I will lip sing my spirit out to a song. In a heartbeat. And I love props. Everything you name it, I love it. I feel like if I did burlesque, I would just do a lot of, like, food-based things. Like, uh, I got, like, a little hamburger bikini made, and then I got a sexy little pig costume. Um, I think the next thing I'm going to do is, like, maybe, like, a chicken. Okay. Or maybe a duck. I don't know. Actually, I kind of like the duck option. Like a sexy rubber ducky with like black thigh highs. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Right? I think it'd be fun. Okay. Okay. You're you're getting, you got your theme right there. Yeah, that's my theme. Like cute little animals and food. Now you got to find your song. Ooh. What would my song be? I've been in a real Ashley Simpson mood. Okay. Okay. <laughs> On a Monday, I am waiting, and by Tuesday, I am fading. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's going to be my song. That works. Now, all of a sudden, you just got to create it, just mush it together, and just let it formulate. Oh, I think I like that. I know you said you like a whole bunch of different um, styles of music, but, like, what is your favorite song to dance to? Oh, Pour Some Sugar On Me. Oh, Okay. 
I love it. That's like a classic yes. dance or a classic song to dance to. Yep. I like that. Um, okay. I ask all of my guests this, but okay. Would you date me? Of course I would. <gasps> oh, <laughs> I love it. I love to hear that. Sometimes people say no. And I'm like, that is very rude. <laughs> Um, can you tell me about your business page, which is for uplifting plus size and queer pole dancers in the community? It's a fearless curves pole. What inspired yes. you to start doing that? Um, so fearless curves pole, I wanted it to be a place where people like me could just uplift each other. Um, people kind of frown upon the idea of a man in a thong with heels on higher than mm-hmm. mine. So I wanted a place, a safe place where People could be showcased. People could feel loved and feel, hey, like this person is just like me. And we just kind of support, show love to each other. And hey, if somebody just so happens to come across the page, we can educate them that, hey, pole is not just for the average size two female. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's for everybody. I Yeah, I love that. And I... I agree. Like it's anybody can pull. Anybody could do it. You don't have to do like crazy tricks. You could just truly just like walk around it and like feel yourself. Yes. You know, that that's the purpose of it. I just wanted to educate, show love and build a community because, you know, people in the pole community are kind of tight knit. Mm-hmm. Just to shine light that, hey, there is others in the pole community that, you know, just need some love to. Mm hmm. So, okay, you have a show called Sex Jam Poetry on June 25th. Tell me, okay, so this Sex Jam Poetry, what is this? So, Sex Jam Poetry is things of dreams. So, what I wanted to do was create the aspect of poetry and something educational. Because sex is not the most taboo subject that people make it out to see. It's like, it's sensual, it's beautiful, it's art. It's everything. Mm-hmm. So the whole point of Section and Poetry is to have poets, um, painters, live nude painters, exotic dancers. Um, even like we're going to have a public speaker. She's going to be talking about um, just like intimacy with self and partners. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to be really an educational uh, networking kind of thing for everyone. And hey, and if everybody wants to afterwards get some wine, start chit-chatting and dating, I'm cool with that. But I just really wanted it to be something of beauty to show that sex is not taboo. It's beauty. It's beautiful. I love I love that. I yeah, I agree. I think it is a thing of beauty. And I think for whatever reason, our like society just makes it this like hidden thing that's like nasty or like forbidden or whatever. And it's like, no, it's nice and a lot of people do it and it people get pleasure from it. Yeah. It's it's and it and trust me, sex is Sex is way more bigger than what people make it seem. You know, it's it's really honestly an art. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, City of Doms in Baltimore, July 9th. The, this is, what is this? Tell me about this party, the show. What is it? Yes, City of Doms is my team. So I will be performing with the City of Doms for uh, July 9th in Baltimore. So this is a queer, lesbian um, event. And I'm going to be honest, it gets a little wild. <laughs> what do you mean by wild? Are people just like fucking out there? 
So look, it look, it's only one way to find out. It gets it trust me, it just it gets crazy. It gets crazy. And we got some of the best of the best entertainers. So I'm actually excited to be a part of the lineup. Okay. And now uh you're performing at Queer Fest in Miami. I am. And then ooh, this is nice. All ticket sales will go to reflect Queer Survivors Grant for Survivors of Sexual Violence. I think yes. that's really great. Yes. So um I was actually shocked to even be considered when I got the call for that. I was like, oh, wow, they chose me. How did they find me? And I got kind of nervous and excited at the same time. Uh, But when she told me um, the purpose of the show, I kind of like felt very connected, being that my best friend was um, affected by that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, um, you know, and unfortunately she passed away. So I just felt like this would be the best way to honor, you know, my friend just to be a part of the show um, and just do it. So it's for a good purpose. I love that. I feel like you're in these streets just doing some nice shit. Thank you. (laughs) In an exotic way. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Thank you, Vanity, so much for doing this. No problem. I appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Well, we have come to the end. If you enjoyed this episode of Oh, Why Won't You Date Me? You can like, you can rate, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. I always forget. And then if you re- if you want to write a dirty message hitting on me, you can write it to why won't you date me podcast at gmail.com. This one says, Hey Nicole, you must be a squirrel because I want to put a nut in them cheeks. Okay, that's it. Bye-bye. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by, oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. <laughs> This has been a Team Coco production. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.